0: Okay, Earth 101, it is... uh Yeah, I was going to say Cinco de Mayo, but... Uh, Cinco de Mayo! <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you... It's like you, you're living with somebody. You come home, Hi, honey, I'm home! <laughs> uh, Steely Dan mentions Jose Cuervo in one of their songs. Do you know which song?
1: Um.
0: That's hmm. right, it's hmm. Hey 19. Quir- So this morning, Jose Cuervo is teaming up with us to give away $5,000 cash to one lucky listener. Esteban, the question is this morning, to qualify for the dough... Uh, tell us about your uh, the biggest tip you ever left. What happened? My wife and I, we get into cruises. We like to go down to the Mexican Riviera. Mm-hmm. So at this small Mexican restaurant in uh, Mexico, we uh, gave a $100 tip after having the best meal that we've ever had. There were some friends. We had shrimp and so much. Mm. And these people just keep bringing us beer. Before I was drinking down the suds of my last beer, I already had another one waiting for me on the table. Yeah. And, you know, my, my wife speaks better Spanish than I do, so she was chatting it up with them and laughing and joking. So it was the best time And when we left. Uh, for what we ate there, we would have paid 300 to $400 here right. in uh, California, but there it was under 60 bucks. So we just said, you know, just go ahead and leave a $100 tip, and, and so we did. Fantastic. Great story, Esteban. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right, man. Now I'm hungry for shrimp. Thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody says, good morning, guys. Happy Cinco de Derenco. The best service we had was on our honeymoon in Thailand at an Anatara resort in Chiang Mai. Uh, they treated us like royalty. Uh, somebody else said left a big tip at uh, John's Coffee Shop. Uh, a lot of these texts get jumbled up here. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, two of my friends and I went to our favorite one of our favorite restaurants. The server was the best we ever had because she kept bringing us extra cups of cherries for our drinks, extra sauce for our wings, and I can't remember what else... We were so happy and thankful we gave her a $30 tip. It doesn't seem like a lot now, but we were all working minimum wage jobs. So we thought it was a lot at the time. We thought she was worth her weight and salt, so we wanted to take care of her, too. Isn't that great? Marissa, good morning. Tell us about the biggest tip.
2: I actually got great service, and it wasn't from one person. It's actually from the entire staff at my local Starbucks in Simi Valley. Mm. This last year has been really challenging, and one of the challenging things is our inability to spend time with our family and friends. So I don't know about you, but I've had some loneliness and fear Mm. that have affected me. Literally, my only social interaction has been going to my neighborhood Starbucks drive-thru. And the entire staff there is friendly and upbeat, and we share stories about our lives. And I bring my dog. They look forward to seeing him for his puppuccino. Puppuccino? No. Yes. It's whipped cream. (laughs) So they always ask. They always ask his gun through there for his uh, puppuccino. So i got to tell you, having this routine, it's really helped me feel semi-normal during this abnormal yeah. time. Tell us about how you tip
0: them. Do you tip
2: them? I tip them great. Uh, you, I do the Starbucks on an app, so I always tip them really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I know when some of their birthdays are, so I'll get like stuff from Bath and Body Works, and I'll bring them little treats, or sometimes I'll go to Krispy Kreme Donuts and go buy there. It's just... I don't think they have any idea the profound effect that they've had on me yeah. and how they get through this time. So that's, that's my great service story. Hello,
1: Governor. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! Oh yay. What do you think uh, the Royals tip? How do you think they tip?
0: They don't tip. They don't? They don't. About new? <laughs> how about no? <new>? How about no? How about no? You should be privileged just yeah. to be waiting on them. Oh, is that yeah. how it goes? That's how that works. Okay. You don't know? Come no,
1: on. No, I don't know. But I know that Megan and Harry go out to dinner uh, in uh, Montecito there where do Where do they go? What's,
0: name the restaurant.
1: Lucky's. <laughs> I, knew okay. I,
0: I knew you would. I knew you would. You were you. stalking them.
1: I told you I was there. I, I told you I there. I know. You, you, you went there, there
0: specifically to look for them.
1: I had no idea that they were going there. Oh, I just happened to <laughs> like Lucky's.
0: You went to Montecito. Why?
1: I did. Well, I went to Montecito for a little vacation.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about? You could have gone anywhere, (laughs) but just happened to be in the same city as Megan and Eric.
1: I can't help that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I cannot help that. If you run into them, whatever. By the way,
1: I just found out we've got a Luckies here, so maybe when they're in L.A., they'll uh, come visit our (laughs)
0: Luckies.
1: Well that's because maybe she's a little busy. Apparently Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, has written a book.
0: Isn't that weird that she hates the royals, but she still keeps her title.
1: Well, I think that you have to keep that title, right?
0: I, I, you don't have to do anything. You could say I take your title and shove it.
1: Oh, I'd like her to I'd like to see how that goes over with the Queen. Yeah. Uh, her first children's book. Has been written. That's right. It's based on a Father's Day poem she wrote for Harry. Markle says her hope is that the bench, that's the title of the book, (laughs) resonates with every family no matter the makeup as much as it does with hers.
0: I get it. I get the title. You do? Yeah. Because Harry is on the bench waiting to see if he gets into the royal family.
1: (laughs) He's, in the royal no, family. No,
0: he's he's the spare. He's not the he heir. He is the spare. He's that the guy is that's, true. He's riding the bench to see if if, <laughs> if Wills goes down. Then it, they call on the Harry. The
1: bench will explore the bond between fathers and sons as seen through a mother's eyes. And it will be published on June 8th. The Duchess said the bench started just as a poem that she wrote for Harry on his first Father's Day. That mm. would be a month after Archie's birth. By the way, Archie's going to turn two next month.
0: I think I got a better title for that book.
1: Oh, let's hear Thomas It's time Bangle. to look
0: after daddy. <laughs> time to look after daddy. <laughs>
1: what kind of a children's book has that title? It's that
0: when you grow up, you're going to take care of your daddy like <laughs> you
1: promised.
0: Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> How can she write a book about daddies and and fathers and she don't talk to her own father, least? Well,
1: there is that. How is that how She does said that, work? that she wrote uh, a poem, and that th- yeah. th- that is how the story got there.
0: We have a copy of that poem. Oh, boy. Here we go. Your Majesty, would you read it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the Queen to read the poem. I would be delighted to.
0: <laughs> Never! Never! Red. Uh oh. Violets are blue. Uh oh. I'm rich and famous because I caught you. (laughs) What? (laughs) To Harry.
1: way, Meghan is not the first royal to debut a children's book. Back in 1980, <laughs> Prince Charles... Oh, I thought it was Prince Andrew. I was going to say. No.
0: Prince... Prince Andrew should not write a children's book. Oh, oh dear don't, Lord. don't do it. Prince Charles
1: published The Old Man of uh, Loch Nager. I don't know what it is. Loch L- Lochnagar. Loch Loch. Loch. Loch,
0: like, like a lake.
1: Lock monster, like the Loch Monster, right?
0: Loch Ness. Okay. A loch is a lake.
1: Well, there you go. But it's a lock. He wrote about the lake, which tells the story of an old man who lives in a cave in the cliffs surrounding the (laughs) royal estate at Balmoral.
0: There's really an old man in that cave, Lisa. That's what my mummy told me. She said, don't go in the cave. There's an old man in there. (laughs) And and I wrote a book. And the book goes like this. Don't go in the cave. The old man is in there and he'll eat your face. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you idiot. There was never an old man oh, there. Philip. It was me.
1: Oh, no, Philip. Well, <laughs> it might have
0: been old. It was my man cave.
1: <laughs> your man <laughs> cave? Is that where you escaped the oh, queen?
0: Daddy, you never tell me about your man cave. <laughs> Can I have my own man cave? <laughs> no, I wouldn't try it with Camilla. <laughs> Oh no.
1: You can have your own barn, but you can't have a cave. All right, sales from that book went to the Royal's charity, the Prince's Trust.
0: <laughs> the, the Prince's Trust you're going to give them their, your I money. I love
1: it. And Sarah Ferguson speaking of Andrew, also penned a popular children's uh, series books about Budgie. Budgie, the little helicopter, which was later turned into an animated TV these show. These people are
0: idiots. What, what, what are they doing with these books? Here? I,
1: I don't know, but they're turning this one turned into a TV show. Megan doesn't say what uh, where the profits will go from her book. <laughs> 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 my guess is... Archie! No, my Archie
0: guess Archie will. Archie <laughs> will have all your money. Oh,
1: well, will go to Archie Well. My guess is it will go oh, to some sort idiot. of charity. Oh, you idiot. It's going to go to them.
0: <laughs> the Arch- Megan inherited well. Harry Retirement Fund, no. so we never
1: have to work. <laughs> They're working. What are you talking about? She's writing books. Oh, He's God. got TV stuff in, in the book. you believe works. she
0: really wrote that book, you are a commoner. am. <laughs>
1: and I do believe she wrote the book. Never! She, yeah, she used to write
0: blogs. She's
1: a writer. She loves books. She loves to read. She loves to write. Well, sounds... shut up and write, then! <laughs> she did. Alright, the bench will be out, like I said, on June 8th, and maybe you need to sit on the bench, Queenie, and read it. How dare you! How dare you! How, How dare you! <gasps> you don't use... <laughs>
0: what? Oh, dare... <laughs> Your wife, your beauty, fall, fall, she fall, cannot fall. go on this American radio station yeah. and be insulted by this trump. <laughs> <I laughs> She's like a strumpet. The She's trumpet. a naughty mix. Okay.
1: Thanks a lot, you idiot. Yes, exactly what she said. All right, this entertainment report brought to you by 1-800-THE-LAW-2. If you were injured in an accident, get the power of our attorneys today. Call 1-800-THE-LAW-2. That's 1-800-843-5292.
0: Mommy, Uh-oh. Mommy, I'm Uh-oh. warming up to Lisa. Oh, Charles. She's a little horsey. <laughs>
1: I'm a pony.
0: <laughs> She's a my po- little pony. <laughs> She's my little pony next to Camilla.
1: <laughs> Just make sure you brush my mane. That's all I ask. Oh,
0: it looks so enticing.
1: No. Oh, boy. Oh, Charles, calm down and get your eyes checked. Right, hey. <laughs>